Thank you for tuning into what I'm calling, at least for now, FGGBT Quickie, where I assemble the brain trust and we take a look at a topic that we just didn't get to on our regular show. Sometimes it will be about pop culture. Sometimes it will be about science. Most times it will be about both. Rarely will it be neither. So today, we also take questions from our audience. We love to hear from everybody. And I have got a couple today. We've got a, a very avid listener, Tweet-tacular Matt, who lives up to his name in this one because he sent two tweets, which by any definition is Tweet-tacular. So first of all, how will 3D printed food work and how closely will it match the taste of what it's replicating? And the second question, how close are we to cloaking devices? Now, anyone who's listening to our regular show knows that we covered replicators on our Star Trek original series episode, and we there's a lot we're doing a lot of great stuff in this recycling food, printing food. So this is possible. But I think, guys, the question here is, what do you see the future of food looking like? Because I think it's going to be very different in the near future. Denon, I'm going to go to you first. What are you What are you thinking? Well, first of all, I'm just really hoping it's not ground up cockroaches, as we've discussed. <laughs> in some other episodes that will be released. But I'm actually getting, I I really, I'm a meat lover. I love my cow. I love my steak. But I'm also a scientist and, and chemistry works. And I really think there'll be some sort of, you know, in the, you know, vast warehouse will grow our steak. And I expect that it'll actually be quite good and, and very much like regular cow. And it'll save us a lot of grassland. You know, I like that because in one of the other episodes we did for Westworld season three, there are signs and they go into a, a, a biological petri dish grown meat plant, which I yeah. really liked. We didn't really get to talk about that, but I, I think that that's there's an interesting step there. Uh, ben, what do you think of the future looks like? So I think there's kind of two interesting things to talk about. There's the there's the taste and there's the texture and replicating one may be easier than replicating the other. We already are able to emulate uh, flavors and tastes really well because we're able to synthesize a lot of different chemical elements because we've been able to analyze food using things like mass spectrometry where we've been able to figure out what are the different chemicals that lend different flavors to food. And we've been able to create these very convincing tastes, but the texture is weird. Like we've got, it's been very difficult. Like as Dan was talking about with his steak, it's been very difficult to grow or to create a vegetable based protein that has the same texture and feel as a real steak does. And I think that's really the crux of this 3d printed food. No, I think that that's exactly right. I mean, there's there's especially candy companies. They love making up flavors. You know, uh, we have a lot of processed food that looks like we, you know, we basically squeeze it out of a tube and make it look like something. And then we give it flavors. It's not even real food anymore. It's flavors yeah. and, you know, fats and protein and sugar. Uh, so, no, I think that that's a 100 percent true. But what, what I think is kind of interesting is we're living in the era of, of COVID. There's a, a lot of interesting innovations that are taking the human 
out of food service. You know, Flippy is, I don't know if you guys have heard of Flippy, but it's its basically a burger flipping robot. Uh, they're based in Santa Clara, I believe, and they're, they've been instituted uh, in, in White Castles, and, and uh, which is a great food, ch- <laughs> food chain of my youth. Yep. <laughs> um, but, you know, but basically they're trying to pull humans out because you want a human touching everything. What I like about the replicator and the things we talked about in, in the Star Trek episode, I like the idea of taking food, you know, and food, and one of the people, they take food waste. So, you, you know, you, you, gr- you take, um, let's say, salmon, for example, and you can turn it into a paste into, you know, like one of those frosting tubes and you stick it in a machine and it can 3D print out, you know, the salmon paste in the shape of whatever you want. What I like about this is it's contactless. It's a machine doing it. But also it's kind of on demand. There's not a lot of food waste either. And I think that that is going to be important, you know, especially like, let's say a hot dog eating contest, right? You right. don't want to have a million hot dogs left over. You just print hot dogs on demand. I think this might be the future, but we do run into the texture problem that Ben's talking about. And, and Dan, just real quickly there, I think Ben made a, and I both made the comment, we referred to chemistry and a plug for my field. If we can ever get physicists and material scientists interested in the food business, we can solve the texture problem because that is less of a chemistry problem and much more material science. For instance, it's the science of foam making. Let's just put that there. Um, (laughs) And and foam specialists will probably solve this texture problem for us. Yeah, it's really interesting to look at some of the artificial, you know, plant-based you know, meat replica- replicants that we have in the the supermarkets now, where some of them really do a good job of kind of imitating the texture. You can still tell, but, you know, but a lot of that work is, is not just the material science, but it's also mechanical engineering to build machinery that can, cr- that can create those artificial, you know, muscle fibers, which is what meat is, that convincingly so there's a lot of really interesting technology that has gone into how do you stretch those plant fibers into shapes and textures to make them at least somewhat resembling these artificial uh or real meats right well you know yes as 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 denon alluded to we talked about um, crickets and cockroaches as a meat what what I like about the replicator idea and what you're talking about with this food, the you know the future of food science, you can take that cricket paste, that sweet sweet cricket meat, and you can put it into one of these tubes and you can flavor it however you'd like. You can color it however you'd like, and it's highly nutritious. As people, it's coming up on an episode we recorded this last week. We're very excited about this cricket meat thing, uh, but you can put it into one of these tubes and you can make it look like anything. You make it look like a smiley face or or a chicken nugget. <laughs> you know, you could really. You can do any of this. I think this is a way to really get, if you're going to use cricket meat, to get rid of that ick factor, I think doing it like this might be one of the quickest ways to do that in a time when we don't want humans to touch our food. Definitely, Dan. That's my thought. I also like the idea I gave my niece um, a Play-Doh factory that was a pizza-based Play-Doh factory, and I love the idea of being able to make the pieces, make a pizza from scratch out of Play-Doh, and I think that that is what this will end up like if done uh, I guess I don't know if it's improperly or correctly. I can't tell if it's right. good to have a pizza like that or not. I don't know. 
I like that, Dad. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, I don't know. I think this is this is the future. And also, one other thing here that I like about this is even you know, let's say we have the hot dog eating contest, right? So we've printed out all these hot extra hot dogs. Let's say we have one or two extra. Because of the technology we talked about, you can take this food and basically reconstitute it into its base components pretty easily. Now, this is not something a five-star chef would want. I don't think you would see this at like a big restaurant, but is from an efficiency standpoint, uh, I, being able to break down the food and recreate it again limits food waste. And I think that that's really important as well. Definitely. And actually, all it is is speeding up the natural process. As anyone who watched this, The Lion King knows, it's all the circle of life, Dan. It's all recycled, broken <laughs> down, and reconstituted anyway, just over a long time scale. <laughs> well, I think when, it's, when a carcass is left out on the African savanna, it disappears like in 24 hours or something like that. Uh, this is this is similar, uh, no, yeah. but no, 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 inse- no beetles and bacteria um, or lions are involved in the reconstituting of a hot dog, I don't think. No. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. So, w- what do you think is your favorite part of the future? Um, before we end this favorite part, Ben, I'm going to go to you first. Well, I think what's really interesting about uh, this idea, these ideas of like artificial meat and printing food, is that we can potentially really help the environment by re- reducing the amount of land we use to feed the same amount of people, or being able to feed more people with the same amount of land. You know, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of plants to feed animals for us to then eat. So I, I really like the idea that we can uh, make that more efficient. No, I agree. Den, what do you think? I, I like that ditto there, but I would also add the, the great variety you can actually have without thinking just by pushing buttons and getting different food out. Yeah, it's like a vending machine. I, I, I like the artificial meat thing. I, I love the Impossible Burger. I think it actually tastes better than a hamburger. I may be in the minority, but I actually really like it. And I think it's a modern miracle of science to take plants and make them look and bleed like, like a piece of meat. <laughs> so this is the future of food. We did not get to our cloaking question. We are going to save that for a future episode. But should you have a question yourself, if you have if there's anything on your mind that you want answered, you can send it to the Brain Trust. Hit us at the show on Twitter at FGGBTPod, on Facebook at FGGBT. And if you are featured, we will give you a shout out on the show and answer your question in the only way that Brain Trust can. So until next time, thank you for listening.